Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in the pop culture world and see what we can learn from it for ourselves. What can we learn from these celebrities who throw their lives on blast for us to observe and take notes from? I'm your host, Patrick Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for coming. You are so welcome. Take a seat wherever you would like in this class. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. You guys, COVID can't keep a real bitch down. I'm recovering. I'm loving. I'm living. I'm picking it up. I'm going back to the gym today. It's been like seven days since my first uh, symptoms. So according to the CDC, I'm good if I just wear a mask. Um, this is like it's so embarrassing. But this is my third time with COVID. Um, I may as well just hand myself over to the CDC now to like do experiments on me. I'm pretty sure I'm radioactive still. But anyway, something I thought that was absolutely hilarious this week is that. 3435 by Ariana Grande won a songwriting award. Like, what? They really awarded the song about 69ing. But, like, you have to admit, like, it is clever. Like, who even thought of that? 34 plus 35 equals 69. That's fucking hilarious. And so, Ariana Grande, no one's more inspired by Dick than Ariana Grande. Taylor Swift could never write a song like that, even though she's, like, songwriter of the generation. So, I thought that was amazing and just such a funny, like, tidbit that happened this week. But anyway, let's get into the topics of today's episode. First, we're going to talk about that Britney Spears is pregnant. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about all the details of that, her family's reactions, her fiance's reactions. Then we're going to talk about Selena Gomez being fat shamed and responding to her haters. And the fact that she hasn't been on social media for four years. We're going to talk about Hailey Bieber's uh, reaction to getting hated on by the Selena fans on TikTok, which is, you know, all coming for a full circle here right now. Hilarious. Then we're going to talk about how Cristiano Ronaldo like assaulted one of his fans basically this week at a soccer game it's so embarrassing for him i just needed to talk about it um so we're definitely gonna get into that then lastly we're gonna get into the tea the tea about kim kardashian having a second sex tape with ray j and the whole struggle to try to buy it back from ray j before he leaked it and kim suing ray j's managers and the whole mess of it all and we're gonna talk a little bit about um Kim and Pete's like few first dates because they've been doing promo this week. So they're just revealing anything. But that whole segment is going to be so tea. So before we get into it, you can just rate this podcast five star on Spotify and Apple podcast. Um, it would help the podcast so much. And if you could take a screenshot of you listening to it and post it on your Instagram story and tag me, I would love you. You'd be my best friend. It would be iconic. And I would respond to you and we can get into it in the DMs. But anyway, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Pop Culture University. Take your seats. Oh, baby, baby. 
I'm sorry. I, I just had to. Anyway, Britney Spears is pregnant. I cannot fucking believe this. I woke up from a nap to this news and I was absolutely shocked. Gooped, gagged, face cracked on the floor. Couldn't get up. Had to call Life Alert. Um, she posted on her iconic Instagram, which is going to be more special than the Declaration of Independence to our history one day, that this is what she said. I lost so much weight on my Maui trip only to gain it back. I thought, geez, what happened to my stomach? And my husband said, no, you're food pregnant, silly. So I got a pregnancy test and, uh, well, I'm having a baby. Four days later, I got a little more food pregnant and it's glowing. Now, this is Brittany's third kid. She has two other boys who are 15 and 16 with her last husband, Kevin Betterline, that she's an amazing parent of. They have co- custody now and it's perfect everything's going great and then in the post she talked about how the paparazzi are gonna like follow her even more now and make the pregnancy even harder and kind of like torment her a little bit because if you remember the media was horrible to her when she first had a baby the photo of her almost dropping her child was used as like fodder to hate her for years she was like stepping into her car once and like she was holding the baby with one hand trying to get something out of her purse with the other and it like fell back a little but she caught it with like by its head very quickly like it wasn't even close to hitting the ground i like how i'm calling the baby it the he wasn't even close to hitting the ground at all so hopefully they just don't harass her this time and then she talked about her like depression she had when she was pregnant last time which i really hope she doesn't have this time i feel like last time she was just going so through so much in that like 2004 2005 era so she says she's going to take care of herself more this time and do yoga which i think is iconic she's so smart for like learning from that like taking precaution and i really love her for that and she's always wanted another baby. So I'm thrilled. My heart is so full. Her IUD was removed. She yanked that shit out right when the conservatorship was over. Thank God her abusive fucking family making her wear that. And so was the condom. The condom was removed apparently too. Her whole family is so mad that Brittany has someone else to spend her money on now. Ew, that whole family was like legit her kids. Like she was paying for them and everything. And now they're orphans with no fucking mom. And that's what they deserve. I hate them. Anyway, let's get into Sam's post. Her gorgeous husband um i'm scrolling to his instagram just wait you guys are gonna love this let me let me pull it up so it's like a painting of it's like very lion kingy of two lions a mother and a father with their little simba or nala or whoever this may be and he said marriage and kids are a natural part of a strong relationship filled with love and respect ah my heart he said fatherhood is something i've always looked forward to and i don't take lightly it's the most important job i will ever do ah their family is so coming together i'm so happy for them like you can tell this is just something they wanted so bad sam is so hot and Brittany is so hot too so the child will be so hot which is top priority like they do not have to worry about having an ugly duckling their child is going to be super model of the world her friends reacted to even her ex-husband um kevin fetterline reacted his lawyers gave a reaction because he's far too busy to give a reaction himself they said kevin wishes her the best for a happy healthy pregnancy and congratulates her and sam as they plan for this excitement of parenthood together he doesn't give a fuck he's moved on i mean at least there's that one less annoying person from her past um paris hilton one of her ex bffs who they blazed through the mid-2000s with said congratulations sis i'm so happy for you love you those three were like the true like like pioneers her lindsay and paris were like the mayflower pinta and the santa maria do you know what i'm saying the internet was like mostly very supportive everyone was like wishing her well all the gays were gooped and gagged and dying one tweeted like how am i supposed to go to work today with the news that britney spears is pregnant which is totally how i felt like i was like how am i supposed to go to class but there were some people who were not 
as excited for her, saying really insanely nasty and disgusting things about Britney's ability to be a good and stable mother. Someone said they wouldn't even trust her with a hamster in my comment section on TikTok. I removed that comment immediately and thought it was absolutely disgusting. Anything like that in my TikTok will be disbanded about Britney. Uh, People were saying it was going to be a crack baby because Britney Spears is clearly not okay. And I just want to say anyone who says that can go throw a beer back with Jamie Spears in federal prison and cry about it. Britney Spears is more than capable and will be the best loving mother like she already is to her two boys. And you're just upset that you'll never be a MILF like her. And I'm not kidding. Like, I, I don't get how people have the nerve to say that or the audacity. They must know nothing about Britney's amazing relationship with her sons now. That's literally, those are her two favorite people in her whole life. And yeah, she was at home a lot these past like 13 years in her conservatorship, but she was with them being an amazing mother. They love her. So we're just going to shut those haters up. But anyway, her life is moving so fast after the conservatorship and I'm so happy she's free. Like, imagine for a moment she wasn't and she never got free. She would never have the engagement, the wedding, the baby. Like, I could just cry. Her being free really just changed everything. And I'm, I feel like these babies are going to be like the last step of just bringing her that happiness and distracting her and letting her forget about the whole past and everything like that. And she'd be a better mom to her kid than her family was to her. And that just makes me so fucking happy. So fuck you, Jamie and Lynn and Jamie Lynn Spears. We're not reading your fucking book. So what can we learn from this? Never give up on the life that you want. It may be more attainable than you think because life can change very quickly. She's 40 and look how much has changed in literally just the past year. Last year, she had none of this. And now she has all of her hopes and dreams, a book. She's making music, her engagement, her family. So if you have something on your mind or a life that you want to fulfill or see yourself living, but you don't know how you're going to make it a reality, but deep down, that is what you yearn for. Just take the time and start changing your life take a small step towards it because you'll be so happy you did in the near future. Buns out wainer, but you better keep an eye out for Selena. Selena Gomez was getting fat shamed online again. <laughs> These intros today, I literally hate myself. She was getting fat shamed online again by the fat police, aka broke bitches in their mom's basement. She responded to them with an Instagram video. So let me just play the video. You will get her whole mood and aura right when you hear it. So I've been trying to stay skinny. But I went to Jack in the Box and I got four tacos, three egg rolls, onion rings, and a spicy chicken sandwich. But honestly, I don't care about my weight because people bitch about it anyway. You're too small. You're too big. That doesn't fit. Me, 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 me. Bitch. I am perfect the way I am. Moral of the story? Bye. She's exhausted. She's so tired. Do you hear the bitch? It sounds like she took an overdose of melatonin in that video. She went full Alex Russo on everyone. And where I love her response, I think it's so perfect because one, like Selena, we're not going to pretend like that's not a lot of food. That 
is a lot of food but i love in the beginning of the video she says now i'd be trying to stay skinny but today i just wanted to cheat and that's what i always say you can't be good all the time on your diet i think 80 20 well not your diet your lifestyle because eating healthy truly is a lifestyle but 80 20 you know be good 80 percent of the time i say 80 percent of the time eat for your physical health 20 percent of the time eat for your mental health because mental cravings appetites and your mental hunger is all very real and something that we as humans just need and deserve to satisfy and is nothing that someone else eats some humans that you don't even know on the internet should ever comment on or make you feel bad about so taking care of yourself most of the time along with just not giving a fuck what haters say and doing what you know is best for you is the perfect combination she also responded to a comment on tiktok which was amazing and someone said What's going on with her? Looks like she's been going downhill, but everyone in the comment section is just cheering her on. And she responded, pretty sure I'm doing better than ever, but thanks for pretending to care. Bitch, that person forgot to keep an eye out for Selena. She was not killing them with kindness today. She was killing them with a chainsaw. It's astounding what people find to say about women of the vernacular that Selena Gomez is and prestige that she is. She is thin, no not even close to fat at all. She's beautiful as fuck. The fact that incels would even discuss her looks is insane. Unless you're skinnier than Mariah Carey and have 2% body fat and just won like the bodybuilding competition and Miss America in the same year. I don't need you to hear... I don't need to hear you calling anyone fat. You're not Jillian Michaels and Selena Gomez isn't a contestant on The Biggest Loser, but you are The Biggest Loser. And the going downhill comment, bitch, are you serial? Have you looked around at Selena Gomez's life recently? She's a CEO, mega millionaire of rare beauty. She's an, on an Emmy award-winning show right now on Hulu that just got renewed for its second season that she's working on like all day and night. And she was just nominated for her first Grammy. So she's literally killing it in like every single possible facet of her life. And I truly just think she's an inspiration. She actually said in the past... Four and a half years, she has not been on social media in a recent interview. Um, people were kind of confused by what that meant because obviously, like, she just posted that and they see her, but I don't think that's what she, like, explicitly meant. What she means is she doesn't have her passwords. Her managers do. So she, it, they're like, the apps aren't on her phone. She's not scrolling through it, but she still posts content for her fans to see. So she can, like, take her manager's phones, post something, you know, if she has to promote or she just wants to, like, give her fans something and obviously she still checks and sees things but it isn't a part of her daily life which i think is another great way she's like mastered balance and everything so selena's kind of a mental health queen and i love how she frees herself from stressors and things that bring her down in life like she doesn't worry about her weight or what she eats um to an extent she doesn't worry about the trolls online anymore and she just stays off of it and it's truly the way to live and it's clearly working for her so maybe we should should learn from her I've gotten better about like not stressing about my weight as much. I've been much more like lenient and like caring with myself because I know that's just better for the long term. And it's okay if I'm not like three pounds like leaner and like making sure my muscles like want to show at all times. It's just better that way. And I'd be having fun. Like I'd be really living the 80 20 rule, if you know what I mean. And I have no regrets about it. I'm like so happy. I'm literally doing like so well, like socially. So. Yeah, I think it's all just about like balancing for the sake of your mental health. So I think that's what we can learn from this. Life is like a balancing act, but it doesn't have to be like balancing two uh, plates that are spinning. Like it doesn't have to be that complicated. It can be easier than you think. I think taking the good with the bad, 
being good most of the time and satisfying yourself other parts of the time. And everyone's balance is different. It's all about finding what works for you, what makes you feel healthy, what makes you feel unhealthy, and then formulating some kind of equation that you know is best and implementing that into your life, keeping yourself in check, and just adjusting as you go to do this whole balancing act of life and not letting any fucking troll get in your way of that. Now, before we end the segment, let's talk about Haley Bieber. So she posted a pretty feisty TikTok the other day that has to do with Selena Gomez. And I'm just going to play it. Leave me alone at this point. I'm minding my business. I don't do anything. I don't say anything. Leave me alone, please. Enough time has gone by where it's valid to leave me alone. I beg of you, truly. That's my only request. Leave me alone. Be miserable somewhere else, please. She says, just leave me alone. That was so sassy. Oh my God. She's probably referring to the Jelena fans by calling them miserable, which maybe is true. They're like some really strong fan base out there who are still obsessed with Justin and Selena to this day. I see so many TikToks about them. They will not let it die. The Beliebers, the Beliebers are not one to be fucked with. They're not going to stop, girly. I'm sorry, Haley. But honestly, why even try, Haley? You've already won. You've got Justin. You know, your life is great. I don't think you need to like make a post about them being miserable. To me, Haley didn't need to make that. It seems like a weird clapback and... I've never been the biggest Haley fan. She, she kind of gives me bad vibes and everything, but this was just kind of like a lame clapback and it's not going to solve anything calling them miserable and leaving her alone. Like that is not how you fix the problem, Haley. So, but anyway, she's mad at the Jelena fans. Maybe she should take Selena's advice and get off TikTok. <laughs> Before we continue on with the show, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit into other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to just find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable to you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finish the program, and more than 60% that engage with the program kept the weight off for more than a year. So start building healthier habits for long-term results Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash Believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash Believe, B-L-E-A-V. To me, there's no one that's more of the epitome of the word daddy than Cristiano Ronaldo. If you don't know, he is the most followed man on Instagram. Um, Let me look how many followers he has. Not just a followed man, the most followed person. Oh my God, he has 425 million. Like, what? Who... 
he's like hundreds of millions ahead of the second person. He's obviously one of the biggest soccer players in the world. His face is everywhere. He's like a worldwide superstar. So he has more eyes on him than maybe anyone in the entire world. So he has this like standard of living to uphold. He has a really big pressure on him to set a good example and be a good Samaritan. And that is not what he did this weekend. He made a fool of himself at one of his soccer games this week. And it was all his fault. So what happened was he and his team were doing very bad and they lost the game and it was an upsetting loss for them. They took the L. And when they were walking out of the stadium into the tunnel, into their locker rooms or whatever, fans were like huddling around the tunnel. You know, they paid they paid a good price. They want to get close to you. They want to, they're excited to see you even if you lost. So their excitement wasn't really matching his depression in that moment of losing the game. So when he was walking through the tunnel, a fan, a like a little boy, put his phone out, you know, probably trying to get him to take it, you know, take a selfie or something. And Cristiano Ronaldo saw it and was so mad that he aggressively, like, in like very, very aggressively, smacked the phone out of the boy's hand, hitting his hand first so much that he bruised his hand. There's a photo of his hand bruised pretty badly. It's the whole back of his hand. That whole round part of the back of your hand was like purple. And the phone hit the ground and it completely shattered. Like the back came off, the front came off. And these iPhones these days are pretty durable. You know what I'm saying? So he had to hit it really, really hard to do that. It was so embarrassing for him. He was already taking the walk of shame from losing, but then he was just taking the walk of shame for being a loser and like assaulting a boy on his way into the tunnel. He just kept walking like nothing happened. Um, I feel like he's kind of known to have like these kind of outbursts and, you know, be a bit aggressive and moody. Apparently he's like a bit of a diva. So I'm not like fully surprised by this, but I guess it got to him after the fact because he released a statement that said, oh my God, this is so stupid. He said, it's never easy to deal with emotions in difficult moments, such as the one we are facing. Nevertheless, we always have to be respectful, patient, and set the example for all the youngsters who love the beautiful game. I would like to apologize for my outburst. And if possible, I would like to invite the supporter to watch a game at Old Tafford as a sign of fair play and sportsmanship. Bitch, what do you mean? Why don't you pay him for a new phone? Like, why was that not the first offer? Like, I don't think he wants a, t- a ticket to a game. I think he wants a new phone. And I think he wants, like, some pain pills for his hand. And the fact that he was like, I have to set a good example about sportsmanship. Uh, yeah. Like, all these men out here in Hollywood are just supporting, like, violence. And it's embarrassing for them. Childish as all hell. The mom put out a statement that said, Well, a lovely game at the match turned into me and jake with the police can't believe i'm saying this but ronaldo smashed jake's phone out of his hand while he was recording him coming off at full time i'm shocked that professional football can assault a child like this if anyone can get any video for me i believe their instagram story is on there already i'm not on there so please share it with me these professional football players are thugs his he's a dad himself how would he feel if someone did this to his kid exactly like how would he feel and Apparently, like, they are, like, investigating Ronaldo after this point, but I think the mom made some great points, and I would be so mad on behalf of my son and, like, want something done to him. Like, that's not okay that someone just smacked my son's hand like that. So, I feel like it's just entitled and gross. His little, like, fragile manly emotions were more important in that moment than the boy's safety, and just because you're the biggest soccer player in the world and are the most followed person on Instagram doesn't mean you can do that. It actually means the opposite. Now, if we're just playing along right now, I would love if Cristiano Ronaldo smacked me. Uh, I'd be like, harder! I'd be like, you broke my phone, now break my back. 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But all jokes aside, it wasn't okay. Do you guys like when men are aggressive? Like, do you think it's hot? I don't. Just to be blatant, I don't. I don't think it's, uh, like, hot when men are aggressive or, like, steamy. I think it's embarrassing. And it makes them look like children. Like, I don't need a child in my life, if that makes sense. Control your emotions. So what can we learn from this? Control yourself. You are not allowed to use your anger and negative emotion as an excuse to take it out on someone else. It's a bad look. It is cringy. I know that having all those emotions bottled up can be very annoying and you want a cathartic release, but you have to get that emotion out in a healthier way. It is never, ever, 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 ever okay to take your emotions out on someone else. Go to your room. Take a shower. Meditate. Go to the gym. Take a nap anything else it's just not okay to do that to someone else This is tea, you guys. The Oscar award-winning film, Kim Kardashian Superstar, almost had a sequel. So we all know about Kim's first tape, of course. If you haven't seen it, I recommend. Kim made a pretty penny from it, so I think that justifies it. Um, it's legal, and it's a pop culture moment. 18 plus, though, obviously, duh. But now there might be a sequel. So listen to this. Remember when I talked about on this very podcast last year that Ray J's manager said that there is another video of Kim and Ray J shot on the same day that lives on Ray J's laptop. And remember when I said apparently Kanye went and got the laptop from Ray J the day of SNL because Ray J's manager said he would only sell it to Kanye because he thinks that's right. He just wanted to let the world know that there is a second one. Um, you know, And, you know, he seemingly saved Kim um, that day and everything. So we have more info on the drama that went down that day. So, this is so much fucking tea. So, just imagine this. Five-year-old Saint West, Kim and Kanye's child, was playing Roblox one day, and he got an ad on his screen that was a preview for Kim's part two sex tape. His own mom on his own screen popped up. Like, imagine you're just playing Roblox, and then suddenly you see your mom... And a preview for her tape. Oh my God. What was going through his mind? Was he like, like just, uh, just uh, imagine living in the simulation that her kids are living in where shit like that just happens. Like anywhere you go on the internet, you just see your family and it's the most salacious shit about them. Thank God he told his mom, you know, and went to his mom when he saw this. He did not click on it. He was like, mommy, what's hardcore pen? I'm kidding. But if I was a Kardashian kid, I would never watch it. That goes without saying, but, like, still. Oh, my God. I wonder if Mason has, like, stumbled upon it. I can't even think about that. Anyway, her response was crazy. We know that this was her response because um, it's, like, from a direct source from Page Six. And it's about to be featured in their show. And there's a snippet of her saying this, but we'll get to that. But her response to seeing this ad was she immediately hired a lawyer to sue Ray J and his team. It's so iconic. She said, over my dead body is this happening again. 
I know the right attorneys this time, and I'm not going to let this happen to me again. I have all the time, all the money, and all the resources to burn them all to the fucking ground. Ah! Yeah, you do, Kim. Yeah, you do. Damn. Don't fuck with Kim Kardashian. Never go against the family. That is such an iconic response. Oh, my god she loki has all those resources from like the first tape leaking so like the first one worked out for her but she has too much to lose this time so i totally agree with her sparing no expense to protect her reputation for her children which is what she said like that's one of the biggest reasons why she didn't want it to leak she didn't want it to affect her life or her children's life and can we talk about how rage's manager is actually evil for this because in the past he said he would only sell it to kanye a tape that he said this time was even more graphic and more extended and longer. He said he'd only sell it to Kanye, but now there's a preview of it on Saints Roblox. Like, maybe that wasn't the case. Maybe he planned on exploiting it and selling it because he knows how profitable the Kardashians are and everything he could make off of Kim. Now, back in the day, Kim stood firm that there was no, like, nudity on this clip, but it seems as though Reggie and his team were insinuating that there was. Kim is saying there's not. Reggie and his team are saying... There are, but either way, the last thing she wanted in her whole life was for that to leak again. So when Kanye brought her the tape back in when SNL was going on, he said that I gave it to her and she cried when she saw it. You know why she cried when she saw the laptop? Because it represents how much she's been used. It represents how much people didn't love her and just saw her as a commodity. And it probably brought up PTSD for her, especially like having to watch the tape that Kanye brought to her. Like that probably brought up so much trauma and emotions. And even though it worked out for her, it doesn't mean that it was extremely emotionally like tumultuous to go through at the time. So I just agree that she should burn them all to the motherfucking ground. And that was in the preview for the first episode. And that's actually the title of the first episode. It's called burn them to the fucking ground. And it's going to be the topic because it airs tonight or tomorrow depending on where you are the kardashians show oh my god the countdown is over it airs tonight where i live in chicago it airs at 11 p.m on the east coast it airs at 9 p.m for people on the west coast it's like midnight so you'll probably just like watch it tomorrow but still oh my god and isn't it crazy the the first episode of ever of keeping up with the kardashians was about the first tape and about how like kim had to talk about it and like go on the tyra banks show and tell everyone what happened and now the new the first episode of this new series is about the second tape the second coming ew the second coming gag anyway i'm gonna see how kim handles the whole thing and burns them all to the fucking ground i hope she actually does i hope she takes gasoline and a flamethrower and burns them to the fucking ground but we'll be able to see that tonight now before we go let's just talk about how kim is telling us details about her and pete's first kiss so kim has been doing promo all week for the new show and she went on a podcast yesterday called not skinny not fat where the host asked her about you know how they got together like what happened like who slid into who how did snl go and this is what kim said so kim was saying that the first time they met was at snl um they did meet for the first time the day before because Pete just like wasn't at rehearsals all week. So someone had to do a stand in with their Jasmine Aladdin skit the whole week. And she only did a dress rehearsal with him one time the same day. And when they kissed, that was the first time they kissed on TV. And she did feel a little spark. I'm going to play her describing it. But was there an inkling of like, like, did you see the BGE? I was like not even focused on that. And then when we kissed... I was just like, hmm. Really? But like I was a like, stage kiss? Yeah, it was a stage kiss, but it was like still like 
a little zing. Then I was like, wow, I really haven't kissed anyone else in 10 years. So maybe I'm just like being stupid, just a stage kiss. And then a few days later, I was like, hmm, (laughs) there is some BDE action. Ah, that is so cute. That is so, so, so cute. Um, That makes me so happy for her. And yeah, it must have been exciting, like kissing a new person and just like feeling like the the Pete Davidson energy and just getting it. I'm so happy for her that she like kind of like started to feel feelings for her. That's always fun, like having a crush like that. And she really is a relationship girl. So like how far she's taken it now. Um, Other tea about their um, early stages of their relationship is she said that their Knott's Farm hangout. Remember when they were on the roller coaster holding hands and that was like the first photo of them ever. And people were so surprised. Like, oh my God, Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian. Like, why are they holding hands? Like, what the fuck are they dating? That was actually not their first date. Their first date was in complete private at the Beverly Hills Hotel that no one knew about because they wanted to see if they even liked each other in the first place. And apparently they did. So they went to Knott's Farm. And when they were on that roller coaster, Kim asked them to turn off all the cameras on the rides. Like, you know, when you're going downhill and they take a photo of you, like, you know, getting your shit wrecked and looking all goofy on the steep, you know, decline or like whatever. She asked them to turn off all the cameras and they said that they did to her face, but apparently they didn't. And she asked them to like delete the photos afterwards. And I guess they did it. And someone who worked at the park leaked them probably because they knew how profitable it would be if they did, but she was very pissed at them and she thought that was very shady. So we were never even meant to see those photos in the first place, which I just thought was wild. And she talked about Kanye a little bit in the podcast too. Um, She said they didn't speak for eight months after their initial divorce in January, 2021, unless it was about like co-parenting or something like that. Um, But now like they're back to talking and things are better and he's getting help and everything like that. And she was talking like really good about him in this episode, like making um, like, giving him credit for so many things in her life, like her fashion world and how she's like a better person because of him. So it was really cute seeing how she's so happy with Pete and is getting to a better place with Kanye. And she also said that she doesn't mind that Kanye has like a lookalike girlfriend, Chaney Jones. Like she really doesn't care. Um, She just wants Kanye to be happy. And she said that she's sure Chaney is the nicest, which like Kim is not insecure. Like Kim doesn't care. Kim is very sure of herself and she knows she's the baddest bitch. So she doesn't care who Kanye has and she's probably flattered. But lastly, she said she hates when the fan bases fight. She doesn't like when the Kardashian fan base fights the Kanye fan base, which is like a part of my daily life. It gets nasty up in my TikTok comment section sometimes. The Kanye fans have come for me many times. His fans are way more passionate than you would think. Truly, I think one of the most passionate fan bases I've ever come in contact to. So she's sick of the fan bases going at each other's throats and using their divorce as an excuse to fight any longer because she says they're truly doing well and she knows one day they'll be perfectly fine and a great family co-parenting system. And she thinks it's just like a waste of the fans time and them trying to like make something negative out of something that doesn't have to be. So I like that she's like asking for peace in the whole fan realm and everything like that. She talked about so much more on this podcast. So I'll make a TikTok or update on Friday about it. And I'll, of course, give you an update on the first episode of the show. But until then, that's a lot of the tea for now. Anyway, so thank you for joining me in Pop Culture University today. I hope you got some fun info equipped with some shit to talk with your friends about. And you laughed a little bit and got some cute little nuggets of wisdom. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Here in Illinois, it's supposed to be like super, super stormy, stormy all day. 
So I'm not excited for that. I'm not excited to walk to class in like two hours, but I'll just trudge through it. We literally don't get any like good days in Illinois. It truly sucks. I cannot wait to move, but I hope you have a good day. Again, rate this podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, put a screenshot about it on your Instagram story. Tag me. I will respond. And until Friday, have the best day. Okay, bye. Love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.